This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus. Rewards. Registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So, see mcdonalds.com for full details. There's a team that we all love. Playing out of person time. They've had a few promotions, but always end up going down. Play up, play up, for fail. Play up, play up, for fail. Play up, play up, for fail. Play up, play up, for Welcome to the Ailing Vale podcast, and a bit like the Vale today, we're a man down. So just the two of us tonight. Johnny, how was Vianney? It means nothing to me. Oh, I wasn't even going to do that. I was genuinely asking how it was. Yeah, no, it, it was great, mate. It was great. Um, nice little break, 28 miles walked in, in the week with a toddler. So, um, yeah, I could do with a week off. But, um, no, it was lovely. Uh, yeah. highly, highly recommend it and um, thank you to the listener that reached out to, to me and re- recommended a couple of bits and bobs to do at a couple of places and stuff um, re- really useful um, and yeah just nice to get away but yeah, back, yeah back back in action we're having a theme tune put in as you will have just heard so it's wow. pain wow Chris at Vale said he really enjoyed it, me singing a song at the start. And um, he'd be up for a different song every pod one of us sing. He says, but he'd like to hear you sing a song. Um, Chris, it's already pissing down outside, mate. I don't need to make it worse. Maybe uh, a song for a different player. Who have we got that needs a song? I think Ollie needs a song. Yeah, the proper one rather than just, oh, yeah. Ollie, Ollie. Like, I like that, but... He, Oh yeah, all he needs a song. How about please don't go? Do you remember that yeah. one when we were young? Please yeah. don't go. Uh, Sang's Sang, Sang's quickly becoming somebody that probably needs a song. He's yeah. he's he's growing on me a lot recently. So Agreed yeah, that. and Ooch needs something a bit better than Ooch. There he is. Oh, see, I like that. I do, but he needs something a bit more. Well, when. when 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 he when he traps that bag of wind more than more than three times a game, he can get it. We can go thinking caps on. Wow, wow! And then we've got the new lad from America. What's his name, Johnny? Yeah, the the kid from America. He's a kid from America. Whoa! I want Vale Park singing that. Yeah, should get. I, I just want Dan to put it put it on first. You know, like the little, like the little um. Songs that he plays, yeah, like yeah, kind of rippling goal and yeah, Belinda Carlisle. Yeah, the, the repertoire for our our songs has, has got better recently. I think we do. A couple of players deserve one now. Yeah, yeah, so. 
And what did you think of me, a divine one at the start of the last pod? I actually liked it. I really liked it. I was, I, I kind of upset myself that I liked it because I was like, oh, <laughs> that's actually quite a good start. Because <laughs> I, I think, I think that's my third podcast I've ever listened to of ours. Yeah. So I actually uh, really enjoyed the the, the will the chat with Will. Um, yeah, I enjoyed that. To be fair, real nice bloke. Yeah, I also thought that uh, it's probably the most controversial irrational dislike we've ever had. I thought. Yes, I think it's fair to say that. Yeah, because like the the rest of them, at least like the majority of them, you can kind of you can, you can nod your head and go like, mm, yeah, okay, like Cristiano Ronaldo, you can kind of see why. Yeah, like, it'd be an irrational dislike. But yeah, the class of '92. I mean, I disliked him, but for me, it wasn't irrational. It was because. I just hated Man United. Yeah, that's it's for me. Like that's kind of one of them, isn't it? But so that 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 was quite good. And then I enjoyed like obviously um we've had some real good feedback um on Twitter about the the dead air basically between you finishing the, the Burton preview and the cup draw being done because ev- everyone's pretty much said that um it, it mirrored their feelings at the time of please hurry the fuck up. Yeah, they were taking the mick, weren't they? Do you know, I did email into Sky and complained. Did you? I did. I did, and I got a generic reply, so I deleted the reply. Fair enough. Um, I emailed in and complained about why was the draw after 11 o'clock? And you were taking the mick out of fans. I didn't swear in my email to them. I was very... And then I complained about the two games that they picked. Yeah. I'll read it to you. Got it to you. It says, Hi, I'm a Virgin Media customer, but subscribe to Sky through them. Although I'll be cancelling Sky Sports as soon as my contract is up, as you only think football exists for the top slash greedy six. Firstly, I thought Sky Sports was for sports fans. Was it for fans that the draw for the quarterfinals was delayed until after 11pm? Secondly, it's a joke the fixtures you've selected for TV in the quarterfinals. You were aware that football exists beyond the Premier League and top six? Question mark. Port Vale are playing in their first ever quarterfinals and the TV money to teams like that would make a difference, but they aren't one of the big six or Wrexham or Salford. You need a long, hard look internally how you select games and distribute money as your model just allows the rich to get richer. And I got a very generic reply from them. Fair enough. But yeah. I wasn't, you know, I didn't swear at them. I didn't yeah. tell them they were a bunch of bastards. Yeah, not yet. That's, that's probably on the back of the generic reply, is it? No, I've just deleted it now. I'm... The reply was, I'll read it you. Good afternoon. Thank you for your email regarding Sky Sports, and our, Sky Sports and our coverage of the EFL Cup. I'm sorry to read that you're unhappy with the schedule from the quarterfinal draw and the matches that were shown live this week. Well, it wasn't even the matches that were shown live this week I complained about, was it? Um, yeah. We always welcome comments from our viewers. Feedback, good and bad, helps us to gauge what our customers think about our content. I've logged your comments for the information of our team at Sky Sports, and we thank you for taking time to get in touch with us. So they basically just told me fuck off, haven't they? Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I wouldn't say there's no way um, well, we, we care about it. It's just like, yeah, um, what? Big corporation, what, what do you expect? It's like similar to what the EFL have done with Alfie. Yeah. Utter disgrace. Yeah. And Johnny, you did manage to watch the game in Vienna on Tuesday. Mm hmm. 
quick thoughts, as obviously we've done a pod to review it, but quick thoughts on Tuesday. Do you know what? I thought it kind of was the story of our season. We played well, but we lack a killer instinct. And pretty similar to today, you can label that. Um, and we just need we just need to find that sort of that 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 impetus to go and put a put a game to bed when we're on top. Um, but it was great to see the win. We, we dominated from start to finish, and I think it makes me appreciate how far we've come in twelve months. I'll be honest, because I hadn't really appreciated it. But Mansfield are a very good team in that league, yeah. and we made them look very ordinary. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And how did the crowd sound on TV? Bale fans sounded amazing, to be yeah. fair, mate. And it felt like that in the ground, to be fair. I'm still hoarse now, and yeah, a little bit of that today, but I think most of that's still from Tuesday. Yeah, you could tell that. There was some... The crying at Wembley at the start was epic. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, honestly, that came across so well on TV. Yeah, great night. And obviously, we recorded our live reaction to the um, draw. What are your thoughts? Middlesbrough at home, quarterfinal of the Carabao Cup. Could have been worse. Hmm? Could have been away. True. Although I could have sorted work for up there. Well, yeah, but you don't need to now. You can be at home. Very true. I was up there this week, in fact, and some of my brokers up there are Middlesbrough season ticket holders, and they are very much looking forward to it, but I wouldn't say you're taking as lightly. Mm. They're saying that they will play the strongest 11, and they know that they're going to need to be at it quarter-final of the cup, but they obviously feel, rightly so, if they play well, they'll win. Of course they will. They, they, they should beat us. It's, yeah. There's no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They should beat us, but... It's the magic of the cup, isn't it, now? Um, well, yeah. It's it's probably the worst rule we could have asked for in terms of why whoever we got, we'd be we, we, we'd be expecting that this is the last game we play in the competition. Yeah. But you'd want the last game that you'd play to actually have earned a bit of cash. So hopefully pricing's right and there's, there's 10,000 people in there. But... I'm sure there will be cup quarter and Middlesbrough against sadly away end out. That's without question. They sold the away end out, way end out at Exeter on a Tuesday night. They also sold the away end out at Plymouth today. Mm. Middlesbrough will sell the away end out. I'd be disappointed if we aren't close to selling out the home end. Mm. Cup quarter final. This may never happen again in our lifetime. Let's hope we're wrong, <laughs> but it may never happen again in our lifetime. No, and I agree. I think, like, I'd expect it, but part of me thinks, well, there'll be more than 10,000, probably just, but it's one of them, it, I suppose. It, it's, it's part the week before Christmas. Yes, there is that side of it. It's going to be Tuesday the 19th or Wednesday the 20th of December. Yeah, exactly. So, week before Christmas. What's the affordability like and stuff like that? If, if it's 15 quid an adult, which I think would be fair. Yeah, no, I think that's about right. Yeah, I think that would be top pricing. And I think we'd 
we'd go, we'd we'd probably get eight eight nine thousand Vale fans in then, mm. but any more than that, and I think you kind of get to the stage of it's a bit it's a bit pricey at that time of year. Yeah, no, I got that. I got that. Right, let's go in to today's game. So it finished Vale nil, Burt Albion nil. Stats, Johnny, have you had a look? No. Do you want to take a stab at possession? Probably 55, 45 us. Absolutely bang on. 55 Vale, 45 Burton. And for those that aren't aware, Vale got reduced to 10 men after just 18 minutes when Nathan Smith got a straight red card. I believe it was for dogs up, denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity. I can't see it being for serious foul play. Obviously, you don't hear what the ref's saying. To me, he's probably, I didn't see it as serious foul play. And we'll get on to ref watch and we'll talk about that instance when we do. Total shots, Vale had nine to Burton's 12. On target, three for the Vale, four for Burton. Off target, four for Vale, six for Burton. According to Sky, neither team made any passes. They've got passes of 0-0. Zero, zero. So they obviously haven't updated that. Corners, <laughs> five for Vale, six for Burton. Offsides, two for Vale, five for Burton, which obviously included when Burton had the ball in the back of the net in the 98th minute and was denied for offside, which couldn't really tell from where I was. But again, we'll get into that. I think the liner in front of Lawn Street owed as well. So finish nil-nil. Johnny, before the game, you messaged me when the team was announced and you said... Find it. That's yesterday. Today. Uh, right 11, based on Tuesday and Deb's knock. Lots of young lads on the bench that I don't expect to see, but good experience for them. Still some game changers like Chessie there. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, there's not really a lot to add to that. This is after Tuesday. You can keep the same side. Obviously, Deb took a kick to the head in the 90th minute on Tuesday, so I'm fully guessing that it's a concussion injury, which means I think he can't play for 10 game, ten days after that game. I thought, I thought it was only five. It could be five. Yeah. Whatever it is. But yeah, he couldn't play today anyway, let's put it that way. And then the only change was Cass in for him. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. without talking about the individual players, there's not really a lot more to say there. So uh, Mark for Crosby, the coaching staff. I thought it was a nine for Crosby and the coaching staff today. I thought right 11, we played brilliantly. We are a victim of ourselves and inability to finish mm. at times, but he did everything right. The tactical change of Connor Ripley pretending he dirty shoulder so we can get the the actual shape right and stuff like that was was spot on. He made the made the right substitutes because they all had an effect on the game, positively and negatively. But you can't blame him for. For that, almost. Um, but yeah, we, we should have won the game, really. But it's one of them. It's, it's, it's a draw feels OK. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And it should have been easy with the red card to take a man out the midfield, keep with the back five. But actually, you said to the wing backs, sit in as a back four, get forward when you can. But actually, your main job now is defend. Let the four in midfield and the striker do the attacking week. Yeah. And... It worked. It did. And I think Plant did really well there. Like, they won't single anyone out yet, but 
I was worried when I saw Planko there. Hmm. Because defensively is not his strong point. It's then left back is going to be even worse. And then, yeah, but Plank did really well there. I think Sang settled in. Low. Jason Lowe's just Jason Lowe, and he just oozes class. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Love him. Um, we'll get on to man of the match because there's a few contenders for me, and we haven't discussed it. We'll probably have different man of the matches when we get there. Yeah, possibly. But for me, it wasn't Conor Ripley. That's not because he had a bad game. I just thought he had one real good save make. The rest, I thought, were routine. Yeah, he made that one save in the second half, which I think he he made look better than it probably was. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but, it was thingy. But yeah, we'll get into Agree with you with the coaching staff. I thought nine out of ten's right. I'm glad we've got over that mini slump that we had leading up to the Cheltenham game. They all come to a head at the Cheltenham. And as I said on here, I was Crosby out at that point. I certainly aren't now because at that point I did feel as though we'd lost the players. You can see from the last two games, he certainly hasn't there putting everything on the line for Crosby and he's getting the best out of them. Yeah, he is. And that's some stuff. Like the only thing, like, you can only ask for so much, can't you? And he set them up to do well. They've responded. We just now need to find that killer instinct. And that's that's on some players as much as it's on Crosby. Um, the only reason he didn't get a ten for me today is that I think like, we'll talk about it here because we don't we don't give subs a mark. But mm. Ryan Ryan Loft just wasn't the right sub for me. I think he just we we lost a bit when he came on. He didn't he didn't he didn't hold his up like Ooch was. He, he didn't he doesn't run the channels and. Kind of frustrates, and then the chance he had, you kind of sit there and go, Well, does a striker like Josh Thomas score that? And I think he does. I wasn't convinced Lofty got on the end of that. I thought Defender might have got the touch. No, Lofty, Lofty, Lofty got on the end of that, mate. Yeah, then, yeah. He, no, he, in he which saw... case he puts it anywhere else, it's a goal, and he puts it straight at the keeper. Yeah, and that's that's kind of the thing that's 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 kind of my issue because because he doesn't run onto it as such. The, 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 he's, he's using all the power from the cross and you kind of just need to just stab it either side of the keeper. Mm. It, to me, Ryan Loft looks like a bloke really short of confidence and he needs he needs a goal just get him going for me. It, it just, it, it's hard because I, I agree with playing some players through through a bad spell but when, when we're not if we if we'd scored if we were two up at that point, which we quite easily could have been, mm. like if if we're two up at that point, you, you know what? Play, try playing through a bad spell. I'm all behind that. I think when we're struggling for goals ourselves, it's it, it's hard to play someone through through the bad spell. Yeah, and that, and that's kind yeah. of where I'm struggling a little bit. Yeah, and I think if Uchi was. Fit enough for 90 if she stays on, but let's not forget you have got young Just Thomas on the bench. She must be scratching his head about we get to kick. Yeah, the, the, the Josh Thomas things things weird. I I think I think it's something I'd like Baggers to ask, um, sort of thing when when you speak to him or or Bowers because I don't I don't get what I don't I don't I don't understand it. Like, is he just really bad at tra- in training? 
if he is, then that's that's fine. Yeah. But yeah, I, just, I don't, I don't get it. Another thing I'd be quite interested in is where was Conlon today? Oh yeah, I never noticed. I mean, he'd been on the bench the last two games. Says to me, maybe yeah. something was a bit tight or a bit, or, and this is pure speculation, by the way. They're thinking about if they offload him in January, not getting him cup tied. Yeah, that's the only thing I could think of was that you, you, you're opening the door if if a team gets into the third round of the cup that might be interested in him. You, you kind of go, well, actually, he'd be able to play for you. So, yeah. but yeah. That'll be interesting because if he's not involved in the squad anywhere Tuesday, you'd say, yeah, it's a slight knock or, you know, precaution. Yeah. If he is involved, then maybe there's something in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, pure speculation. Well, yeah, more speculation. It, it, that's not me That's not me saying that Conlon would have come on today or, or no. whatnot. That's just that when you've got Walters, Boer and Shorrock on the bench. Yeah, yeah, to add the numbers. Part yeah. of it says, well, actually, I would have preferred a Conlon on the bench that if we needed a midfielder, come on, then we've got that option. And, of course, you've got the kid from America who plays midfield. Yeah, which I assume that he probably just isn't anywhere near match fit. Yes, you'd think but, so. And, again, who knows? Tuesday now, for me, we can't get knocked out of that competition on Tuesday. Yes, a win would be nice, so you've got an home tie. But that is very much now, a, for me, preserve the squad. And if you make 11 changes, actually, I don't care. Yeah. Shorrock's going to start left centre off and add six. Um, or even right. left wing back, potentially. Mind you, we haven't got enough centre offs, obviously. Yeah, he's going to be left centre off. Or we'll go back four, maybe, and have to change it. But yeah, I think, I think we're going to see a lot of changes Tuesday. I'd be, I'd be frustrated. I'd be frustrated if Ooch was in the squad. Yeah, I would actually. Yeah, I think I think Ooch stays out. I think this is where you give Loft that sixty minutes and Thomas thirty or even forty five each, whatever however you want to do it. And I, I know he's I know he's like bringing uh, like Eddie Brazier and and Boer and yeah, and know he's like like using them and stuff. But yeah, there's this. There's lots, there's lots of bits and bobs for for Tuesday, but the only one I would play Tuesday now is Smithy, because yeah. the suspension obviously doesn't count for the BDSM trophy as it's now being called. Um, and for those who don't know where, why Bristol Street Motors are now sponsoring it, where's, where's the D come from? Well, make make your own mind up. Um, so yeah, there's that. And obviously, so Smithy will be suspended next Saturday against Lincoln. Because I don't imagine it's appealing that. And we'll get on to ref watch now. I actually thought the ref had a good game. Thought the ref probably eight out of ten. Now the red card, do I think it was a red card? No, I don't. I think it was yellow, because for me there's a man covering. But I've said on here before, as a referee, sometimes it's your judgment, your interpretation, as long as you can justify it, it's not necessarily a wrong call. I think that Smithy one could have been yellow or red. I think you could make an argument he's the last man. However, for me, I thought low in the middle was coming round to cover. Is is last man still a conversation? Yes. Well, 
it, it, it all builds up part of denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. Yeah, that, that was my thoughts, because I, I, I remember Van Dijk getting sent off against Newcastle. He wasn't the last man because Matty continued and would have got in to cover. Yeah. But he still got sent off because of where the player would have ended up, potentially. Yeah, it's it's all about, in the ref's eyes, is that an obvious goal-scoring opportunity? Now, for me, the angle he was at with the man in the middle, it wasn't an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. Might he got a shot away? Maybe. But I don't think that's an obvious... It's not like he's clean through, down the middle, one-on-one with the keeper. See, see but my argument would be that any shot is an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. And I think that's where, again, we talk about this grey area in, in, in yeah. the walls of the game. Because I'd say if you if you if you can get a shot off, it's a goal scoring opportunity. Because if you don't shoot, you don't score. So now for me, that's where the obvious goal scoring opportunity comes in. Because if you're hitting one from thirty five yards, it's not an obvious goal scoring opportunity. It's a chance, in my opinion, and it is opinion. Mm-hmm. If you're eight yards out and going at one, or you've got the opportunity to take it through one on one with the goalie and be eight yards out, that's an obvious goal-scoring opportunity for me. And that's where the word obvious plays a part. But like I say, I'm not going to mark the ref down for it because I don't think it's one of them where you go, absolutely outrageous, there's five men covering. Yeah, I, I, I think he got that one right, personally, from where I was. I also don't think it was his choice. Um, I think he was influenced by the liner. Yeah, maybe. I don't know if you noticed... But when he went over to Smithy, he got his yellow, he got a yellow card out. Right. I didn't so I, see that. So I don't know if that was, they were just in the same pocket. But, generally they're not. Yeah, which is what I thought. I thought usually you have your yellow card in your top pocket with your notebook, don't you? And your reds in yeah. your back pocket, just so you know where it is, so you know what you're going for straight away. Yes. So I, I, I actually think he's gone... For me, that's a yellow card. And I don't know if the line has spoke to him and said, mm, actually, this yeah. is where the battle happened and this is what I've seen. And he's, he's gone, yeah, fair enough. I'll take your opinion on that. And that is fair enough that there's a team. For me, I think if the ref doesn't feel as though... If the ref's reached the yellow out, he thinks low is covering and the ref's got a more straight-on sort of from the middle of the pitch looking towards the goal view of it than the line who's looking across the goal. And sometimes looking across, you can't judge as well. And obviously I'm looking across as well, because obviously I'm in the paddock. Sometimes yeah. the different angles give you the different views. And it's one I'll be interested to see back. But as I say, for me, the ref can make an argument for red or yellow. So I've got no... I'm not going to go, oh God, he's got that wrong. Yeah, I, I don't I, I don't personally think he's got it wrong. I think the only decision he's got wrong in the whole game was the foul... But he gave against each when his shirt was up his back. Which, the one where we could have had a penalty. Yeah, which Steph, Steph said that there was no there was no pushing or anything from Ooch. Yeah. Um, and like with her being a qualified referee as well. Yeah. Um, she would have given a penalty. But yeah. And obviously Steph's a Burton fan, so giving a viewpoint from Yeah. Burton. And I'll be honest, I said to you at the time actually, I was watching each at the time because you could see that their ladder got hold on before it's even come in. And at no point has Uch made contact with their lad. He's just had his shirt ripped off and the refs give them a free kick. And I couldn't get my head around that. That one, he got wrong. I thought he was strong in the first minute where he booted Sweeney for pulling Uch yeah. back when he turned him and got down to the byline. Most refs in that position would have gone to first minute. I'm not giving a yellow card. Spot on, he was right to give the yellow card. 
Yeah, it's that's that's kind of again one of them things where majority of people would have given the benefit of the doubt if he didn't book him either because it's first minutes. Yes. But this is where we've had thousands of conversations about it doesn't it shouldn't matter if it's your first first tackle or your fifty first tackle. Shouldn't matter if it's your, if you're on a booking or not. A yellow card should be a yellow card regardless of what yeah. what what the other parameters are. Yeah, totally but, agree. And I think that that's one of them that if you do see it in the fifty-first minute, not the first minute, it's a booking. So, yes. So in the first, it should be. Agree, agree. So yeah, overall, thought ref had a really good game. So eight out of ten for me. Thought he did well. And like I say, when you send a player off after eighteen minutes, it can affect your performance as a referee because in the back of your head, then you've got, Oof, do I need even this up? Was it right? And I don't think he let that affect him. Yeah. I, 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 I think I think he was confident enough that he was right, and yeah. I think if you back yourself in, like I say, even if it was his the help of his team sort of thing that's that's got him there, if you tr- you which you should, if you trust the two people either side of the pitch that are supposed to be helping you out, which again for the first time in God knows how long saw a flag for a foul, yeah, from from a liner, so quite good. Quite good, obvious indication of what what what's what. Like there was there was very few times where the line awaited for the referee on a throw in, for example. There was there was one or two that were in the opposite half, which the line awaited for because the ref was in a better place. Which yeah, I'm fine with. And I know that the most refs will tell the line that up that end of the pitch that's mine to give. Yeah, exactly. And I think majority of the time the. The, the liner in that situation has to just has to flag anyway, doesn't he? I think it's kind yeah. of that's what you have to do. Yeah. No, with you. So yeah, overall, actually, Raf had a decent game, and that's a ref that sent a fail player off. I'm saying had a decent game, and it added time felt right in both halves. Yeah. Even under the new laws, so yeah, happy with him. I don't know what his name was, but yeah, happy with him. Thought he did okay. So that's yeah. that. Johnny, me and you will alternate between players today. There's just the two of us. So you start us off. In goal, the sponsor's man of the match. And again, I can see an argument for it. It wasn't my man of the match. Thought it was a steady run-of-the-mill game for him. Super Connor Ripley. Yeah, I, I can't see an argument for him being man of the match. And that's not because he hasn't played well. That's just, I don't think he's I don't, I don't don't think he's anywhere near my top three. Um, I thought it was a six out of 10 performance. Thought it was... He's, he, his distribution with his with his feet again. There was two or three times, especially in the first half, when we when we first went down to ten, where he just completely kicked it the wrong side compared to Ooch, and it's frustrating because it's like <clears throat> at least give us half a chance at that point. Um, but yeah, he made a good save in the second half. I don't, don't really remember him having much to do in the first half. Um, but yeah, it was the Conor Ripley performance, wasn't it? You, you're steady, you're confident with him in goal. You know, you know what you're getting with him. We know that we've got a very good keeper who's going to save more points than he costs. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's for me, six out of ten performance, solid but not spectacular. Yeah, and when you did everything that he needed to, right? Kicking was okay generally. Best save of what I think, not necessarily the save, but the reaction where he made the save and then got up and gathered the loose ball. Yeah, that, that, that's partly his own fault for the camera save, though. Yeah, and then the one where Cole Stockton hit the post, I don't think Ripley got anything on that. I think 
Stockton just hit the post. Which, if yeah. he did get someone on, that's a great save. I went for a wee of that. I went for a wee just as that, that, that apparently happened, so I didn't see that bit. So. Right, real good effort. I don't think Ripley got into, but like I say, if he did, then it's a fantastic save. But I don't think he did. You can normally tell with the keeper. They're, they're, um, they're, they're, not, they're not a shy bunch, are they? No, no, definitely not. So, yeah, Super Connor Ripley, six out of ten, I'll go with you. Um, right in the back three today, Lewis Cass come in. Um, I thought Lewis Cass was excellent today and a contender for Man of the Match. Didn't get mine, but I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Possibly the best performance we've seen off him this season. He looked pacey getting back and they never looked like getting round him apart from one time the ball went over his head. Although Launch Street seemed to be convinced it was offside. And it looked it from the paddock, but we were in the paddock, so you can't really tell. Um, as I say, recovered well when he needs to a pace, comfortable on the ball, defended well as part of the back four as well as the back three for the 18 minutes. Really happy with Lewis Castell. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I thought Cast was excellent. I thought I'll tell you what, like if he put if he if you could guarantee he'd play like that every week, he'd be first name on the team sheet in that in that back three for me. Yeah. He added pace, he was composed. He, he, he looked like after about 70 minutes, he was knackered. And you thought, oh, this could, this could cost us. And then he, had, he got second wind and he was just, and he didn't put a foot wrong. And I think, like, we, we, we've hammered Cass because of shit performances. He's my man of the match. He's got nine for me today. I thought he was bloody brilliant. Like, and he, he adapted, considering we've, we've kind of said that we think he's a right back. He adapted to being centre of the of the two really, really well. In and in and low formed a, a partnership really quickly. And I just I just think everything that he did today was 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 good. He supported going forward. And what I really liked about him was the intelligence he showed. When we were down to ten men, there was a couple of times where with eleven men, he passes the ball into Sang Maxi, wherever the wing back was, and then he goes. But he just stayed, held his position, and went. No, I'm doing it. That's 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 what takes a lot of intelligence from footballer because you, you know the natural instinct is go and do something. That's so. I I, just, I thought it was it, it's, it's performance deservedly of man of the match in my opinion, and he should. He, 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 we should be waxing about it a little bit because people are quick to. People are quick to hound out players and moan and boo and stuff like that. And I'm sure that Cass is probably one of the ones in with Massey and Loft at the minute where fans are a bit underwhelmed, shall we say, to see them on the pitch. Um, and I just think that, like, you've, you've, you've got to report them when they're doing well. Similar like you have with, with Massey this season, sort yeah. of thing. But I think you Cass, Cass deserves everything he's getting at the minute. And, I've seen a few people on Twitter since today have put their post name him and he, he, he deserves it today for me. Yeah, I, as I said, I can see why you'd make an argument for Cassie and you have. So Johnny's paralysis man of the match, Lewis Cass, and yeah, can't, you know, argue against you. However, someone just pipped him for me. And let's move on to my paralysis escape through man of the match because he was next to him. Unfortunately, went off injured and added time. Low. What a bloke. Yeah, do you know? Do you know what? He, he was my second. He also gets a nine. I thought that I thought the pair of them together, as as a two, were bloody brilliant. Yeah, I thought that 
his experience is it's it's underestimated his experience is because when we went to a two, it was it was one of them where you're looking and going, well, we haven't really got a ball winner on, and and I know that Burton haven't got a big lad, but they've got Cole Stockton that was going to come on at some point. Yeah. So you sit there and think, well, what what's what's going to happen here? Um, how, how are we going to deal with it? But he just drops off. He just goes, go and win the edit, and then do something with it. And that I really love his confidence in that. Of he'll just go, you go and win the edit. I, I, I don't. I don't need. I don't need to go and beat you in the air. Like he'll he'll just he'll just drop off and go. What I'll do is when you win the edit, you've got no one to flick it on to, or I'm then gonna let you bring it down and I'm gonna beat you. Yeah. So I do. I find I find him I find him such such a good player. Like I I said when we first saw him in centre midfield, like I I said he's a talented he's a talented player. I said to you then, and I, I I liked him that night because he does he does, he does the simple stuff well. He's dropping back ten yards, and everyone's loving him. So yeah, I, I love that. him that. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think I think you've got to appreciate the the stuff he does. It, this is going to sound ridiculous because he got a red card today, but he helps Smithy out so much. Mm. Um, and I, I do just think that he's such a calming presence and. I hope he's, I, I, I hope it was precautionary rather than anything else. Yeah, I hope so too. The fact that he went off and left us down to nine says to me it was a bit more. I hope I'm wrong. But I'm with you. I thought his calming influence, he's calm on the ball. He keeps it well. He keeps it moving. I thought he was fantastic. He reads the game really well. He might not be the quickest, but he makes up for it in his edge. You can tell he's experienced. And he just adds an element of calmness to the back three or back forward as it was after 18 minutes. My man the match, and I said the other week that you're always going to get six out of ten out of him, and he's not going to get any man of the match because he's not going to pull up trees. And that's the second man of the match I've given him in the past two weeks. Yeah, it's, 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 I, 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 I really like I, I've always liked, I liked, I say I liked him that first game as well, and, and I get that, like, what you were saying about him in that game, but I just think he's so... He, he, he's, so, he's so good with the ball and it's the fact that he, he'll, he'll release it and then he'll be in a different place in like 10 seconds time and yeah. it's so helpful um, but yeah br- brilliant from brilliant from them pairs of collective to fair you wouldn't argue with yeah. the group man um, no, with you and Cass was my second so yeah I'm with you yeah that, 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 that was Cass was my first and, and Lowe was my second um, but I thought the pair of them were, were, were good together and th- th- things just I, I didn't feel under pressure at any point with them no. and if you would have said to me two months ago that Jason Lowe and um, Lewis Cass were going to be your finishing centre of, of of a game you'd be thinking shit but yeah, both, both, re- both really really good so Happy, happy days. Yeah, with you. And like I say, let's hope it's not too bad. And if you're listening low, get well soon and come read me a bedtime story because I love his voice. Yeah. I'd love him read me a bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, 
Jason, you can be swiftly on. Too swiftly on from that. Maybe you could just read one as a voice note for me, Jason. I can just play it. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure Dan can, can can get you a personalised message from from him. I hope so. Yeah. I just can you imagine me and MG in a podcast, the most Stokey accent with the most Yorkshire accent you've ever heard. Yeah, there you go. That podcast would need subtitles. <laughs> But yeah, moving swiftly on, we don't normally give players a mark who've been on the pitch for less than 45 minutes, but I think as it's for a red card, it's only right to... Did we give Deborah a mark when he went off in the first half at Bristol? Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, I, I think did. you did. So yeah, I think when it's injury, we normally don't, but when it's a red card, you've got to, because it is part of the performance, isn't it? So Nathan Smith, not his day today. Looked like he'd had an air cut, air looked nice, Smithy. Uh, I don't fully blame him for the red card. He obviously was a bit of a mix-up in the middle with Ojo and Devine and put Smithy in trouble. He's gone and try when it's that early in the game, a question when you're as on top as we are. And let's be honest, the first five minutes, we could have been two up in the first five minutes. Forced two corners early doors. We had him on the back foot. Do you just say go through and if they score, you've got 70 minutes with 11 men or do you take the it, go down to 10? As it is, we took the it, went down to 10. I still think it was a yellow. But I can see why a ref would send him off and I can see an argument for a red. So not his day today, John. It's not often you say that about Smithy. And I can't ever remember him being sent off before. Well, no, I don't I don't I don't think I don't think he has, to be fair. No, I um, yes. I think he, he hasn't missed many games at all. So yeah, I no. can't remember him being sent off. Um what what I would say is it's probably 40% him, 60% Ojo. The reason for it, I don't blame Divine for it. Might, I think the pass back towards Divine was shambolic from Ojo. Yeah, it was. But I'd say two things. First thing is, like you've said, 18 minutes in doesn't need to make that tackle. Second thing, it showed a lack of intelligence. Just stand him up there. like Just, just, just stand him up. And if you have to, lean, it, lean on him, lean into him sort of thing, because you're probably getting a yellow card for that. I think because he's because he's thrown himself in, slightly lifted the leg just to kind of make sure you get the, the block in sort of thing. Because he's done all that, I, I really think that you've left the ref with little decision to make. Mm. Um, it's just, he just looked clumsy. And I think that's the big part about it. He just looked clumsy. So, I I I think he needs to learn from it. I think he'll make many he'll make many bad bad decisions, does he? And he's had probably since we've been doing the pod a handful of real bad games. Um, I would I wouldn't put this down as a real bad game. I just put it down as a real bad decision that he's made. Um, and as such, it's a it's a four, but it's. In the end, obviously, it didn't cost us the game, but potentially cost us winning the game because mm. we were wholeheartedly on top. Even for, I'd, I'd probably go as far as say 70 of the 90 minutes we were on top. But Well, I looked at half time at the stats and all possession in the first half, considering obviously it was 18 minutes we had the man sent off. We are about 65% possession first off. Yeah, which, which that's how it felt. It felt so. Yeah, yeah, like it's, a lot of it was on Ojo, but Smith's got to take the shoulder of the blame just to, because footballing intelligence says, can you just stand him up there? Mm. 
like you've kind of said, can you can you do you trust your keeper there and come and come and close down the angle and save save him? I, I wouldn't like to see Smithy not attempt something, but I don't think he needed to. I don't think he needed to do that personally. No, an 88th minute to say, yeah, go for it, bring him down. Especially if he's nil-nil, you're one-nil up. If he's three-nil down 88th minute, you go for Christ's sake, don't get a one-game suspension. But if you're one-nil up, drawing, yeah, an 88th minute, go in and just make sure you get everything. Yeah, and that's it. Just, just, I suppose it made it worse that the lad got back up. Let's put him in the stand. You're going to do it. Yeah, and I must admit, when he made the tackle, sometimes when the player makes the tackle, you think he's off of you. Uh, my gut instinct at the time was yellow. I don't think it was till the Burton players surrounded the ref where I even considered it was last man, which is why, in my eyes, I don't think it was last man. Yeah, I get, I get that. And like, like I say, I, I just think for me, I think the liner swayed the decision. Um, I would like to see it back from from an angle to see what what was what was what. It just felt like in the ground. I, my face was oh shit. That was my first thing I said because I just felt like it just felt like it was it, it was worthy of a red card like the, the tackle did. Mm. That, that, yeah. that's that's the only thing for me. It was it was just kind of how he how he not just hammered the leg but lifted the leg as well. Mm. And but, I did see the leg lift, and that, as you say, for me that was it. You're not getting past. Yeah, and I don't know just. I suppose one, that's one of them. Does that does that have an effect on on an opinion from a referee? Like it shouldn't, unless he considers it excessive force. You know, yeah. which I, I don't think it was excessive force, which is why I think he's done him for denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity. And if the ref's report goes in, he does say it was excessive force, reckless. Then Smith is a three game ban, not a one. It all depends on the thing. You know, if it's serious foul play, it's a Three game ban. If it's denial of an obvious goal scoring opportunity, it's a one game ban. Can you could, can you appeal the reasoning for the red card? No, um, no. So you, you you basically if you appeal if you're appealing the say if it was serious foul play and it's going to be a three match ban, say mm. you couldn't appeal that and then go, oh, actually, no, you're right. It's it, it's actually just denying goal scoring opportunity. No. No, if um, you're appealing it, you're saying it's not a red card and then it's up to the ref to decide. But obviously, if you're appealing, you fail, the player gets an extra game ban. Well, they can, can't. That, is that a given? Yes, I believe it is. All right, OK. Could be wrong, but I believe it is. I think it's an instant one game because the rationale behind that is to stop people just appealing for the sake of it. Yeah, but if, it, if, it, if it's a... If it's like this one, for example, where you're saying... It could be, it could be, yeah. I think that's all to punish the player again. If it's Agreed. a genuine question, I think yeah. if I think if someone's two footed someone in the chest and they're, and they're appealing it, mm. then I could I could see I could see the thinking behind. Well, we're just going to give you a, a bigger ban because you've been a dickhead about it. But yeah, yeah, no, I can see. And the best way I can describe that one today for anyone is that if VAR was in play, go on. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. If four was in play for me today, and the ref gives a yellow, VAR doesn't get involved, and if the ref gives a red, VAR doesn't get involved. Yeah, you say you say that, but have you have you seen the um, have you seen the Kai Habits challenge tonight? 
I've kind of had it on the iPad while I was doing stuff, so I caught it in the corner of my eye, but not really watched it properly. Yeah, well, go, go and check that Kai Havertz one back that was checked by VAR, or go and check the Bruno Gomez elbow that... I saw well, that one, but I didn't see VAR try and check that. Yeah, exactly. That's what, well, that's what I mean. So who, who knows what the fuck VAR would do? Well, that's true. That's true, but yeah. Moving on, Johnny, on the right, and he's getting better and better every game there. I still think he's a midfielder, but I tell you what's getting better and better there, Tom Sank. Yeah, I think there's, there's not a lot you can say about Sang that there isn't positive today. I do still feel that he needs he needs to deliver with, with his crossing because he puts a lot of crosses in, he, he, he gets in the right positions to do them, but he's just the, the quality of the cross isn't always brilliant. Is that because of who he's crossing to? Maybe, but You've kind of got to, you, you've kind of got to adapt to that as well. You've got to make sure that you, as as a, as a player, are doing the right thing and adapt, adapting to who you're putting that ball into the box for and where. Uh, but defensively, he was excellent today. He switched over to the left and looked and looked just as effective. Um, he didn't he didn't get outpaced. He didn't get outmuscled. He was just. Solid today. It was a solid seven out of ten performance, and I was, I, I was really happy with him. I thought that's the sort of, that's the sort of wing back that that you want. One that's showing the right signs. Now he's got to build on that, and that's that's kind of when you when you find maybe the difficulty of well, what does he what does he actually do next? How does he build on that? And I suppose it's getting involved in goals more. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's just overall decent performance, happy happy with him. And he is, he's, he's slowly becoming a right wing back. Maybe he's just settled into it a bit now. Who knows? But he's slowly becoming that that sort of player you can you can rely on there. And becoming, he's, he's becoming steady there. And I think... For me, we do we do need we do need more from both wing backs, but he, he's definitely becoming one where you're looking at it now. Going, I don't mind Tom Sang being on the pitch, whereas three or four games ago, you're a bit like, mm, okay, yeah. Um, no, I'm with you. Agree with that. I think he's growing every game there, and we saw when Walsh got moved to wing back, it took a while for him to adjust. Tom Sang's played some of his career at wing back, but a lot at centre mid. He's adjusting more and more every game, getting better with every game. As you say, he has got the ability to put a good ball in. At times, I don't think we get enough men in the box. But the delivery's got to be there or thereabouts as well. And there's times where he puts good balls in and no one's there. And there's other times where the ball could be better. But yeah, overall, happy with him. Defensively solid. Gets forward. Sometimes I think he could carry the ball a little bit more than he does. But overall, as you say, happy with him doing a job for the team there, and he's doing a good job for the team there, so more than happy with Tom Sank. Next to him was young Ollie, who I thought Burton targeted a bit today. I thought he got shit kicked out of him a little bit. Um, first time I think we've really seen a team kick him, and Burton went for it, but fair play to the ref, he boots Burton's number 40, who I think last game got away with about eight fouls without being booted. The ref booked him today, which meant he had to be on best behaviour after that. And Ollie's just Ollie, and there's not a lot you can say about him. Class, not one of his 
best games. And that's not because he played bad. It's just because the ball's set so high. He had a decent game. And that's all I can really say. Ali, are blasted, Johnny. Yeah, I just I thought it was pretty. He reacted well to being smashed around, didn't he? Like it, it, it wasn't it wasn't the nicest of tackles on him early doors, but I do think it was a fair challenge. I think it was, oh, it was a great tackle. It was a great tackle. Yeah, and, and that's it. I, don't, I think it's one of them tackles where if your players making it, you, you, you're waxing lyrical over it. You love it. It's, it's yeah, like, but. It's an odd one and it's going to hurt. Oshelage, like you say, targeted him, was hitting him. And all he was just getting up every time, which was which is credit to him. But he allowed, by by that happening, he allowed the other pair a bit more space. Um, but yeah, it wasn't his finest game. Solid six. Um, and we, we move on and we see more of Ollie. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, let's leave him out for Tuesday, play him at Lincoln and then... On, Less for some reason he doesn't get called up for England. He's going to be missing for the replay. So yeah. let's see. Um, next to him, Johnny Funzuojo. Did you notice if he got baby oil on his legs? I didn't notice if he had any baby oil on his legs. Oh. No. What about uh, his performance? Felt like he had baby oil on his feet for that pass back to Smithy. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, it's criminal. It was criminal. The pass was. Yeah, not uh, used to seeing that from Ojo either, are we? No, I think don't take the annoying thing with it. And, like, Goodwin got really frustrated by this. Ojo's so comfortable with both feet. Mm. So it made no sense why he kind of just kicked fuck out of it back towards where it came from and didn't do what he normally does, take touch, turn, be, be a bit more confident with it. So, yeah, it was really frustrating. He then struggled for about 15, 20 minutes to get it back, back into it as if he was almost trying too hard to make up for it. And then after that, he just it became the fun zone that we 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 become we we become used to. Um look every, everyone's allowed a bad day at the office. Everyone's allowed to make a mistake. Like but because of that it left us it left us a man short. Um and it it was difficult. But I think overall it was it was a six. Um I think it would have been higher if it wasn't for the pass. Then, well, I don't think I know it would have been higher if it wasn't for the pass. But after that, it was it was just it's what like I say what we what we've come to expect from funds. Yeah, that I'm with you. Definitely been higher if it wasn't for the pass. But because of that, you've got marking down. And as you say, once he recovered from it, he was class typical funds. but it did affect him for a little bit, and obviously affected us because we went down to ten men for it, but. I can't really think of many other mistakes Funzo's made so far this season, and we're on the 4th of November. So that's the first mistake he's made that's really had an impact. He's going to make a mistake as a League One footballer, but overall, happy with him. Recovered, did well, and yeah, 6 out of 10 feels right. And then, last but not least, across that midfield, because we classed the other two as number 10, yeah. Uh, James Planting at left wing back. Happy birthday for yesterday. It was once it. James Plant in 19. So, yeah, well, happy birthday, happy new contract day. Yeah, happy birthday, happy new contract. Thursday, was it? Was it Thursday? Yes, say whenever it was. Yeah. Thursday. Yeah, it was, it, it, it Thursday. was one day. It was one day last week. Yeah, so happy birthday, happy new four-year contract. And one year old, really, to you, wise defensively, I thought, today. Because everyone knows I like Caprice, and I thought he got his hands full today. And 
Caprice, yes, he's getting on a bit now, but still showed a bit of quality for me when he went down the outside. I thought Plenty handled him well. So happy with Plenty today. I still would like to see him on the right rather than the left so we can get down the line and use his right foot. I think because of going down to 10 men early, we didn't see him offensively as much today. But actually, I'm happy with that because with 10 men, I don't want both my full backs bobbing on and leaving him open. So I thought a real... What's the word I'm looking for? Mature, that's the word I'm looking for. Real mature performance from Plant today. Thought one of his better performances of late because of late, I don't think he's been as good as he was. So happy birthday, James Plant. Mature performance, happy with him. And talking about birthdays, happy birthday to my brother, James, who will be 38 tomorrow, the old buggy. No, so happy birthday. Happy birthday, James is. Yeah, but, James is. On, on Plant today, I think you've, you've pretty much mentioned everything what what i do want to say about him is some, some some credit to him for in the second half there was a cross with his left foot and i've been quite critical of him and he went into a great area we just didn't we didn't gamble on it um interestingly on that did you listen i bet you didn't with being in austria but have you gone back and listened on bbc sounds to phil Bowers' show on thursday night no not yet was Thursday's contract and birthday because Will Ryder was on talking about it on Thursday on Phil's show. And he did say when he came into the academy, James's plant's left foot was just for standing on. It, and it is an area of game he's worked on to get it to where it is. So it is an area he knows is weaker and is working on. Fair enough. That's, I suppose that, that, that's, pos- that's positive, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought it put a decent, like I say, put a good cross in. And I have hammered him about that. So I think it's only fair for me to. Just, just call it out uh, and say, yeah, it was a good cross. Um, yeah, but I think everything else you nail, you, you hit the nail on the head. Solid performance. Um, like it was. It, it, there's, there's a worry when a winger ends up at fullback that early on. Um, you kind of think, oh well, it would it be best to to stick someone else there like you know you, you look you look around and that's easy to say someone else you look around and you go well could you could you put do you keep up funds over there and then drop garrity in and whatever like that sort of thing because that's the sort of questions that you're looking at isn't it and like you even said do you stick with your back three and leave plenty where he is i think for him to for him to stay there and play how he did was was testament to him I think it was a seven out of ten performance. There was a lot of lot of positives to build on for a full backs performance because that's what it was. Mm. It was a full backs performance. And I don't think that I don't think the that Caprice got the better better of him once. And what I really liked is the fact that in the first half, Caprice got down the outside of him and Planty just put his body in between him and the ball and and, and won a foul from it. And it yeah. was just like it was just a mature defensive performance that was, and it's it's something that we've we called out from Plant that needs improvement of. Um, I know I've hammered him a few times for it, but it's it was good today. So congratulations to him, and he's shown that he has got that side of it. So we now need to kind of knit it all together. And he's not the only one because I think the same with Sang. I think we need to knit a few bits together with him, plant, 
probably divine garrity as well. Like there's the stuff that we need to knit together. So there's a lot of there's a lot of good potential in the squad. Um, and that's that's just that's just one of them really. With 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 plenty now that if we can get that rest, we've got a four year contract, and I'm sure that there's people watching him, and that's why we've acted quickly to say, well, if that's the case, this contract's going to have some form of release clause for in for a higher higher division. That's yeah. that's how I do it, but it, it it secures us, it secures him, and it's yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see kind of what's next for James Plant. Yeah, definitely will agree. And then moving on, Johnny, in the number ten positions, there's two of them. You can have first little nibble it out for divine. He was third in my list today, man of the match. Yeah, he he's gone from being a young lad who didn't look ready for first team men's football. To, to arguably being on par with our blaster. Yeah. Um, I think the only criticism of Divine today was he should have scored. And that's the only criticism. That free kick that Funzo worked, as by the way, I, we didn't mention, but that free kick that Funzo worked out to him was, 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 intellig- was intelligent as hell. And Divine should he should score. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. He, he had the freedom of the penalty area and he kicks it at the keeper. He should score, but yeah, Luke, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I literally just rem- remind reminding myself of it. But yeah, um, he he should well, he should score. But that's that's kind of like the only blot on his copy book today, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing like. Everything he does, he travels well with the ball. He, he seems he seems really confident at the minute. He's working well with with Funzo, and I still think he's playing. Still, still kind of think we're playing a three in midfield now. I think we have tweaked it slightly. Yeah, yeah. we definitely tweaked it. Uh, he, he feels like he's not. He feels like he's playing a bit of a. I hate the, I hate the numbers. I've, I've I've moaned about it before, but. It seems like he's playing more of an eight than a ten. Yeah, um, I, I think, and if you listen to his interview after Tuesday, they've kind of given him, Ollie and Funzo, more freedom. And it's kind of like, we'll just cover for each other. There's no you two are number eights, you two are number tens. It's yeah. uh, when one of you goes sitting and when two of you are going, just work it between you so someone's covering. And it just seems though like they've got the freedom and all three of them. And, you know, that's not discounting Garrity, but the three of them, very intelligent footballers. And I think they complement each other when they allow all of them to get on and do what they're good at. Yeah, definitely do. And I think Devine, again, picks up the ball so well. He's got such a turn of pace. Like, that's one thing I'd like to see more from him. There was, in, in the second half today, he kind of picked the ball up on the halfway line and then turned the afterburners on, and he was on the edge of the area in about ten seconds. And I and I was like, that I'd like to see that from him a bit, a bit more as well. And I think that that comes kind of with confidence, and it comes with that sort of experience as well. Of well, actually, can I be doing this? Should I be doing this? Um, so yeah, I just I just I loved his performance today. Um, I say the only, the only thing he did wrong was not scoring. It's, yeah, it does. It did. It did feel a bit criminal that, at least, I suppose, 
the saving graces, at least at the target we've seen. We've seen many, many times that that doesn't happen. But yeah, you need to be scoring that one. Uh, yeah. But yeah, overall, eight, eight, eight out of ten, good, good performance, and it's it's something to to build on, and it's also a hell of a worry for what we do in in the in the replay of him and our blaster aren't there. Yeah, no, we test it, and that'll be really interesting to see because. And then Walters will have come, not have come in because good player, I like the look of him, but Walters will come in and we'll see what happens. But yeah, whether you're on divine performance, I thought he was up there today. I thought he was absolute quality. As you say, I think a kind of little bit more of a free roll suits him. He can drop in a bit deep again on the ball. I want to see his effort in the second half again that went just wide because it looked pretty damn close from the paddock. But again, you're on a side on view and he did well to create the effort, struck it well. I thought it was going in. Just wide, but yeah, Alfie Devine's come on leaps and bounds. And sometimes when a young lad comes in on loan, it takes him a little bit to adjust to men's football. I think it's taken him a little bit longer than it did Ollie. But now he's adjusted. We know we've got two bloody real good young players on his hands on loan here. And let's hope they're here for the season because I think they could have a real good season with us and then push on. And it's always nice to see players who you've watched play live pushing in the Premier League. And I'm sure both of them will. But yeah, really tough with Alfie today. Yeah, I think I think I think that I think Alfie's problem, not problem, but part of Alfie's issue was that Arblaster settled to it like a duck to water. Yes. So we we were looking, going, well, this this lad's never played for England. This lad's never like this lad's never done anything. Whereas we've heard of Alfie Devine, with like he's won he's won the under 19s World Cup. He he'd been in the under 20s squad quite a lot at the time. He'd He'd done this, that, and the other. He scored. He scored on his debut for Spurs. Like there was, there, there was a bit more pressure on Alfie, and yeah. then he came in and you looked at him and went, oh, "Well, okay, but you need that. That needs to be better, and it is now. It is better, and yeah. there's, there's nothing. There's nothing I sit there and think of and go and go. Do you know what? Other than adding a few more goals, which two and three starts, I'm being a bit. Harsh on, yes, probably, but for me, his chance today was a clear cut chance and should be being put away. But other than adding a couple more goals to his game, I think like he's he's really he's really growing into it and can't can't wait to see how how it develops. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Now moving on next to um, uh, Ben Garrity, and I think his role in that midfield forward is really undervalued. I think because the other three are so good technically on the ball, sometimes you overlook what Garrity does. But again, today, worked his bollocks off, ran, covered every blade of grass, especially when we went down to 10 and then you just got him and Ooch kind of pressing forward with the other three a touch deeper. I thought he did a real good job for the team there. Could he have done better with the one where Ooch slid the goal, he won the ball, laid it back to him and he hasn't got an open goal because the defender's in front of him, but the goal is not there. I think you put that down to good defending rather than bad attacking. I think Burton got back, got the bodies in and could he have done better? Maybe, but actually I'll give Burton credit there. And again, we, he missed the game against Cheltenham and sometimes with Ben Gallis, he takes him miss a game for you realise what you're missing when he's not there rather than when he is there. And glad he's back, glad he's playing again. Again, another one I wouldn't bother with on Tuesday, saving for next weekend and let him go again at Lincoln. But love Ben Gallis, he offers so much to us, doesn't he? He does, and I think that's Ben. Ben Ben will be the first one to say he probably should have scored 
that, that chance you're talking about. I, I'm with you. I think it was good defending. I don't, I, I don't think he should have scored it, but I'm sure if you ask Ben, he'll tell you he should have scored it or he should have done better or whatever. But I thought it was good defending. I thought he he did well. Like the only the only, the only thing with Ben is that we we just again similar. I, I say with Ben, the only thing with our squad is we need more end product from them, mm. and that's that's the big thing. Like Ben's header today, which hit the crossbar. I I think he should have done he should have done better with it. He rose wonderfully. He got a good connection on it, but you're not beating the keeper if you're going down the middle. Like at least force him into a save. Like he had that chance early. He, him, him and him and Uch seem to be getting quite a good relationship together, um, which is good to see. And he just like you said, covers every blade of grass. He knows when to start the press and what to do with that press. He he kind of drifted out of the game a little bit when Loft come onto the pitch, I thought. Like mm. I, I don't think him and Loft have got that same that same relationship as him and Uch have because Uch and Loft are so different um in terms of players. Like yes, they're both six foot four, but I think that's where the comparisons stop. Um so yeah, I think I think Garrity suffers suffered a bit then. Um but yeah, it's good performance, wasn't it? Seven out of ten, solid, if not spectacular. He's yeah, yeah he's had two good chances. One good defending, the header, like I say, should do better with, but it's it, it's positive. It, it's positive that like the, the players are getting in these positions to miss the chances. You can you can make small tweaks to to fix that. Whereas if we're not making chances, that's more worrying for me. And I know that if you don't score, you don't win games, but it's 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 better that we're making chances and missing them than not making them at all and being completely worried and thinking, I don't actually know how the next goal is going to come, which was where where I felt we were, especially against Cheltenham. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. And moving on, you've already mentioned him, their big man up front. Ooch, there he is. Yeah, he's Ooch, isn't it? He's frust- frustrating at times um, because that that one in the first minute where he, he pretty much gets in the corner, ends up on a knee, out like outstrengths two players, burst towards the box, Ends up winning a free kick. You think that that's bloody fantastic. Go, let keep going. Then the one into his body where he controls it really well, lays it off around the corner. You're like, I'm really liking this, Ooch. And then ten seconds later, you, you're passing one five yards into his feet, and someone's having Chase's pass, his, his first touch. Sorry, and that's that's kind of where it gets frustrating for me. But today, he caused Sweeney Hal. He he did everything you want from a target man because he didn't he didn't get a chance like he didn't he didn't have a, have an effort he didn't and that's that's kind of his is is that part of his problem should does he need getting the box a little bit more does does he does he need to be involved a bit more in that situation i don't know based on today i think 
he did his job well by creating the space for everyone else. Um, probably shouldn't have come out for the second half because I think it was abundantly clear pretty quickly that his body was his body was knackered. Um, like fair, when, when you're his size and you get flip, flipped up and landed on your head near enough um, because as, as he was in the first half, that's, that, that's, that's going to take a bit of toll, isn't it? But yeah, good performance, solid seven. I think like it's second game in the row where we've seen a obvious decrease between the two strikers. Mm. Um, and you know, look, I've defended Loft. Like there's a lot of people that didn't didn't like him, and when we signed him and stuff like that, and I, I've defended him. But you put his name out in the summer. Yeah. And that's, I, I honestly think, I honestly think we've got a good player there. I really do. I, I, I just think that he's going through an absolute torrid time. Mm. And that, like I say, the effort that Lofty had second off, if he'd scored two or three goals a season, he scores there. Yeah. And, and, and strikers, are, strikers are confident players. You see that with Ooch. You see that if, if the first thing he does as well, He's a body. He's a body animal. If it's not, it's 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 going to be a long, however long he's on the pitch for. So, yeah, oops, I say seven out of ten performance, linked up really well, strong, quick. He just he 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 really needs other people to get involved to to kind of help him out and make his job a little bit easier, which I think Garrity's doing, um, but. It's, it seems to be a kind of, do we say partnership between the two? Yeah, partnership between him and Garrity is growing. That in some games, maybe him and Chizzy are going to be better suited for that partnership. Yeah. But yeah, I thought, decent. We just need, we need to figure out how to get him fit. Yeah, I'm um, with you. And you took everything I think for today. I thought which was... Fantastic holding the ball up. Sweeney couldn't get near him. When he pins his man and rolls him, you can't stop him. If a bloke that size is pinning you, you've got no chance. Probably could have won as a penalty and should have won as a penalty. That was the one from the ref did get wrong. Give a free kick to them. Um, but he does get you up the pitch and keeps you up the pitch. For We've said it many times when we're playing without a striker. The ball just comes straight back at you. Uchi does hold the ball up when he gets it in and looks after it. And yeah, I'm with you. There's times he touches like a trampoline, but you know, you can get it with Uchi. That's why he's at League One level now. If his touch was better to be in the Championship. But he's what we needed. We needed to bring someone in to get us up the pitch. Now we just need to work out how to start getting the ball in the back of the net on a more regular basis because we're not scoring more than one a game. And hopefully Uchi can get on the end of something. Someone goes in off his arse or something. Get him up and running. Lofty can come in off the bench. And I'm with you. I do think there's a player in Lofty. And I don't get the boo boys at the moment. Uh, whether it's Loft, whether it's Massey, they're wearing veil shirts. Get behind him, especially when they're on the pitch or when they're coming onto the pitch. Get behind him. But yeah, on about it, I love the bloke. Everyone knows I love the bloke. I loved him first time he was here. Yes, there's times where he doesn't know what he's going to do and it can be infuriating. But he gets fans on side. You're never going to get less than 100% effort, 100% commitment. And that's what you want as a fan. And then once he gets one, I think he'll get a few goals. He's not going to get your double figures on his own. But 
he'll get you a few goals. But I think once Chase is playing regular with him, Garrity will start getting more goals, can get further forward. Divine and Arblaster should be able to get further forward with each on the pitch. And I'm looking forward to when he can play 90 minutes because he makes a difference. And that one where he charged down the keeper, that was an absolutely fantastic tackle on the goal. And oh. fair play to the ref because most refs had blown because it was on the keeper, but it was a great tackle. Yeah, the, 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 I'll, I'll give that keeper some credit there. He's he's a brave bloke. Yeah. If 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 I see 16, 17 stone of each eight Paisu charging down it like twenty mile an hour at me, I, I'm I'm stopping where that wherever the ball is and going just, just take it. Yeah. Like, I'm not getting twatted by that big that, that big bastard. So, like the, the keeper, their their keeper did really was brave there, but was stupid. Um, yeah. Sense like. Well, yeah, like, like you say, every, everything, everything with Ooch is, is 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 all right, isn't it? And that's, yeah. and I think that's part of the issue that people have with Loft as well, because there's there's a noticeable lack of, I don't want to say effort, but Ooch runs wild, doesn't he? He, he? he excites because you don't know what he's going to do, and and people like that. Whereas Loft doesn't really run with the ball. Hasn't, hasn't really offered much for the last couple of games. Still think he should have scored today, but yeah, um, there's, there's there's a lot of positives with with you, and we we kind of just need to figure out the next sort of what do we do next with with him with the striker position in, in general. Should it be Josh Thomas coming off the pitch? What what what's Josh done? Sort of thing. I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying he's bad egg or anything. But like, why, why, why hasn't? Why, like, is it because we've got ten men today? And the the idea was, well, Loft's the better option to to hold up because Lofty did win a couple of good defensive headers. He did. Uh, and to be fair, a couple of times where we played it into his chest, he got the ball and looked after it, made sure he kept hold of it, then found a veil player. Yeah, he did. And but I just think that like. He 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 needs Loft needs a goal more than Ooch does. Agree, and and that's just because of how our fans have taken to one or the other. But yeah, Loft Loft to me needs a goal a lot more than Ooch does. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with that, and I think that's why I'd be starting Loft on Tuesday. You could make an argument depending on who's available and who we're resting. Do you even go two up top and play Loft and Thomas? Yeah, you could you could see how that works because that might actually need to happen. With Divine and um, our blaster being on international duty, yeah. So, although if Thomas is on international duty as well, oh yeah. But if Thomas doesn't get called up, then we won't be able to call off the league game after Wrexham. Yeah, is that Fleetwood? No, Fleetwood was called off. Fleetwood's already been called off. Who's that one there? I can't remember. No, I can't. Yeah, it's it's some someone. Let's have a look. So it would be next Saturday's link. It's to be Saturday the 18th. Mm-hmm. Late, late in audience. Yeah. There's a Fleetwood yeah. one, but rearranged, hasn't yet, has it? No, it hasn't yet. I, I don't know if we'll wait and see um, about FA Cup, because if I don't know how they've done, but if both of us went out, we'd technically have a free Saturday, wouldn't we? True, yeah. Although looking at it, you, you don't really want to choose it, do you? Because Tuesday the 7th, we've got Wrexham. Yeah. The Burton game has already gone in my calendar, which is the one that you subscribe to through Vale. 
Yeah. That's already gone in for November the 14th. Yes, but, but that, that'll then, this is going to sound pathetic, but that'll depend on TV games. Yeah, because I think there's only been three draws, has there? Well, I saw, I saw Chester York because of draw. Um, Someone said there'd only been three so far today. Obviously, there is another eight games tomorrow. Yeah. So, so there's a chance, isn't there? Then the 14th, obviously, Burton. Then you've got Tuesday the 21st free. But then Tuesday the 28th, we're at home to Derby. Yeah. Fucking hell, I'm in Benidorm then. Oh, you missing Derby? Missing Derby, yeah. Yeah. I knew I was missing Shrewsbury away. I didn't realise we got a game that Tuesday as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm missing Derby. And then, like you say, Saturday the second is free at the moment. Yeah. So obviously, depending on the FA Cup game, they might that that could be a, a consideration. If I don't, well, I say I don't know if Fleet would have done if they played today or not. No, I don't. So, but, see, scrolling through, I can find him quickly. Yeah. Uh, I can't see him yet. No, no, they haven't played today. Are they, are they one of the eight tomorrow then? Quite possibly. Let's have a look. Tomorrow. Yes, they are. They're away at Kidderminster Radio at two o'clock tomorrow. So, yeah. So, there's kind of that, that sort of option, isn't there? Yeah. If both of us end up out, Vale probably wanted on that Saturday. Yes. Probably wanted on that Saturday. Yeah, to make more sense, wouldn't it? But let's see. Let's see. But yeah, so that's the FA Cup. The quadruple is very much still alive. The League Cup, yeah. the FA Cup, the BDSM Cup and the League, although I'd say the League is probably the furthest out of reach at the moment. Um, but yeah, very much still alive. Um, just a quick thank you from me to everyone that's sponsored me for the Benidorm Half in three weeks today. Three weeks today. Fucking hell. So, yeah, I wasn't going to do a sponsor page, but after Johnny and Simcox said that they were going to sponsor me 50 quid each if I ran it, a few said they wanted to sponsor me. So I set up a page on Wednesday and I'm already up to 450 quid and the money's going to the John Rudge statue, all of it. So thank you very much for everyone that sponsored. Once I've finished, there's another 100 quid to go on, 50 from Johnny, 50 from Simcox. So it'll be 550 quid. So if anyone has got a spare couple of quid, they can donate towards the John Rudge statue. I'll share the page again tomorrow, Johnny. Will retweet it for me on the Ale and Bale on Twitter and I'll retweet it on Facebook, although you don't tweet on Facebook whatever it is, so yeah thank you very much to everyone because overwhelmed and I really didn't expect that especially in a few days, so thank you Yeah and that's it and obviously talking about sponsorship and they were like we're begging for a little bit of cash and stuff but um, got got Tom obviously that's doing Movember so looking like a bit of a child sex pest Yeah. Um, at the moment so anyone that sees him please comment on on the fact of, of he looks like a child he absolutely loves it yeah uh, i think tia just put a bit of milk on his top lip and the cat licked it off well i don't know about i don't know about if you should be joking about cats still mm, I feel that one. still a bit raw yeah i think tia i don't know if she's she's forgiving you so I think she has, to be fair. I'll find out when we go Lincoln whether she's given me a big cheesy baps. <laughs> oh, you are rubble. <laughs> a cheese and onion baps she sends Tom with on the coach for me. And, and, uh, yeah, that's what you meant. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's, that, that's kind of that. 
Yeah. Go on. Um, we talk, obviously, we talk, again, a lot about mental health on the pod yeah. and sort of how it affects us, the fans, and stuff like that. What's your view on Ten Hag's treatment of Rashford after Sunday? Where he's called him out for going to party? Yeah, having a birthday party. Like, I think it's absolutely yeah. pathetic. Yeah, like... If you've had a bad day at work, but it was your birthday, would you expect your boss to go, well, cancel your birthday party that you've had planned? Yeah, well, that, 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 that's where I was at. Like, I mean, if I had, I had a shit day at work and then my boss rings me up and goes, don't you think about going bail on Saturday? Don't you yeah. enjoy this weekend? Do you, you sit there and think about it? I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. Like, I can't, I can't imagine Mondays, I can't imagine the Monday they were expected in. And if they no. were, then that's... That, that might be different. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and to be fair, I haven't followed the story. I've just seen it. Was the pictures of Rashford pissed up, throwing up in the gutter or doing drugs at the party? Or is it just he's had a party? No, it was just, it was literally, there's, been no, there's been no negativity around it. There's been no nothing to come out and say, oh, Rashford's done X, Y or Z. It was just, he's, he's, he's gone out for his birthday. Yeah, to me, this is a desperate man who's trying to deflect all the pressure away from himself and onto anybody he can. He's done it with Jaden Sancho and now he's looking for the next scapegoat because Sancho's gone I'm not playing your games and I'm not sucking up to you saying sorry. Yeah and, uh, and the shows, I, just, I just think that it's like I get that the fans are probably you know what I mean you lose you lose your derby and like we'd be the same do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. like we would. we would if we just got if we got battered at the weekend against Stoke and you you then see pictures of Ben Garrity out pissed up at like having having fun. You, you know that there'd be people going, "You're shit, you're shit today." What you what you're doing out sort of thing. But in the cold light of day, it's your birthday. You, you kind of as as long as he's not going out and doing something stupid, like you said, like getting absolutely slaughtered so he can't walk and. Throat, like say, thrown up in a gutter or putting himself in a position that he shouldn't be putting himself into. We've yeah. seen footballs with the laughing gas and yeah. stuff like that. And We've do, seen do you think that... with grannies? But yeah, allegedly. What? A footballer. Yeah, allegedly, you have to say. Allegedly. Or is, or is that, or do you need to say allegedly for that? Because no, I think when it's confirmed, yeah, when it's proven, I don't think you have to say allegedly. Sound. But yeah, I, just, I just, wanted, just wanted to hear your opinion on it because, like, yeah, no, I think it's pathetic. Like you say, it's end of the day, as a young lad enjoying his birthday, and yeah, there's a difference between having a bit of a party and you know a bit of a meal and a few beers, and you say doing laughing gas drugs, getting hammered and throwing up on the streets, and do you know what I mean? This, if he's done something like that, which I haven't followed the story, then yeah, fair enough, call him out. If he hasn't, then I think it's just a bloke trying to deflect the pressure off himself and blame. Like I say, he's already blamed Sancho. Now he's looking at Rashford. Yeah, that, that's that's where I was at as well. I just wanted to see if it was just me thinking that it was very stupid, or if no. there, was, there was more to it. But yeah, um, no. also a big fuck you to unofficial Vale um, nope. to 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 their tweet. I don't know if you've seen it today. Nope. They've, they've tweeted a lovely picture of me. Have uh, they? Yeah. No, I haven't. So, yeah, get going on official. Bail. Yeah, not now. 
Yeah, go on, go off, go off, Luke. Where are we on official veil? I have got their tweets as thingy as well. So it notifies oh. me if I've missed it. You must have seen it then. No. Is it a reply to someone because it's not on the posts? They tweeted it. When was it? Yeah, six hours ago. Oh, wait. I'm looking at Ale and Vale podcast post, which is you. Yeah, well, I'm not not getting retweeted, am I? We are tagged in it, though, but I'm not not retweeted. Half time. Oh, yeah. Awful weather, decent pies. And let's commend Johnny from Ale and Vale and his amazing coats. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Someone has commented Steve Nixon's put Joseph with a question mark. I like I like that response. Yeah, that, that 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 tickled me. I wore my coat. <laughs> As bad best place to bet that he wouldn't dare wear it in public. Does his missus know he's wearing a coat? <laughs> That's grumpy old beggars put that. <laughs> I saw that. Um well, yeah, yeah, Steve so, Nixon, Joseph. Yeah, yeah, she, she's on official veil for that. Yeah, sharing that around, you bunch yeah. of bastards. I yeah, think you bastard, you single bastard. I, I know hundred percent who, who will who will have shared it. Yeah, uh, like that. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think I think is that, that I think that's everything for me, isn't it? That's it. If you've listened Sunday morning and you're looking for something to do Sunday afternoon, get yourself down Johnny's bar down Burs and we'll have Sky Sports on. Um, some good ales I've been in today before the match and had a couple. Um, I had the A up duck. Absolutely beautiful as it's always as clear as a bow because he looks after the pumps really well. Really enjoyed some friend of the show. Simcox was on the... Oh, what was it called? Though? Begins with a T. I mm-hmm. was gone. There. It's gone. And I love that beard as well, but I stuck to the A up today. Really like the A up. But yeah, get yourself down there. Johnny's will be open Sunday. Then he'll be back open on Thursday next week. So get yourselves down, enjoy your pint. You got the fire on today with the coal on, and it was beautiful in there, nice and warm. I got the cricket on one tally, which I was watching, which I wish I wasn't, to be fair. Although I enjoy my cricket. And then it got Sky Sports on the other. So get yourselves down and have a pint. And Johnny's veiled away on Tuesday, but we won't be doing a podcast on it because it's the BDSM Cup. But if you want to lift to anywhere that does BDSM, give Andy PVFC's taxis a call. He might even send a fake taxi around for you and you'll definitely get some BDSM then. <laughs> just just, just for anyone that's listening thinking, what the fuck are you on about? It's because Bristol Street Motors have uh, now sponsoring the pizza trophy. Yes. Yeah. So, as... Well, I can't answer that on air, Steph. I can't people that, is it? No, okay. You've broken. You've broken. So, yes, the BSM trophy, if you want to lift there, give Andy PVFC's taxis a call. Yeah, there we go. And everyone get yourself signed up for the Maidley Off Marathon in April next year, give you so much strength. Yeah, well, and we'll be back Thursday with a Lincoln preview. Thursday. Thursday, Yeah. yeah. Sound good to me? Yeah, mm-hmm. sounds good to me. Cool. And until then, everyone enjoy the weekend. Like you say, have an ale and up the veil. So, it's full time from the pod, and we've just lost again, and now it's time for a treat. 
What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking at who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, order make delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.